Well, hello and welcome to the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark and I want to thank you for being with us and exploring some of the highways and byways of jazz recorded history. Today we're going to focus on some of the recordings, some of the many recordings that were led by a very colorful and interesting jazz character. He was someone who could only have come out of the 1920s and 30s. Uh, his name was William Red McKenzie, and uh, he uh, was born in St. Louis in 1899. In his early years, he was apparently training to be a jockey, at least that's what the legend is. Uh, later on, he became a beer distributor and probably a rum runner too. Uh, he may have operated on several different sides of the law, who knows, but he was a very dedicated music fan. I don't say musician because he didn't really play anything. He didn't play an instrument. He did, however, sing very well. Uh, he was an early jazz singer, I think you'd have to say. I don't think he's ever really been given his due as a jazz singer. He also played a kind of an instrument of his own device. It was the hot comb. It was a standard men's comb with a piece of uh, newspaper over it that he would blow through and get a sound like a kazoo. And uh, he was able to tear off some remarkably hot jazzy choruses in the 1920s and even in the 30s and into the 40s as well that were quite respectable from a jazz point of view. They were never taken seriously because, of course, it wasn't really an instrument. It was a homemade instrument, I suppose. But he uh, directed a number of really fine recording sessions, and he had faultless taste in jazz musicians. He would hire some of the very best, as we will hear coming up. In the early 1920s, he had a band that he put together called the Mound City Blues Blowers, which was himself on comb, uh, usually a banjo and a guitar, and sometimes a percussionist. And at different times, he had uh, players like Josh Bland, Eddie Condon, uh, Eddie Lang, uh, lots of different people who were uh, part of his orbit making recordings. Frank Trumbauer recorded with them as well in 1924, 23, 24, 25. He found himself in Chicago in the later part of the 1920s, and he started becoming a promoter of different bands. He was a good friend of Eddie Condon, and he uh, interceded on Condon's behalf with Tommy Rockwell to bring a group of young white players called the Austin High School Gang into the recording studio, where they made some of the classic uh, jazz recordings of what was called the Chicago style. And the band, the initial band, was called McKenzie and Condon's Chicagoans. Around the same time, he also recorded uh, under the name of Red McKenzie's Music Box, and uh, started a series of recordings for uh, OK and uh, Columbia and several different companies utilizing some very fine jazz musicians. He re restored the Mound City Blues Blowers name, Mound City Blue Blowers, in 1929. We're going to be listening to some of those early recordings in some different podcasts coming up where he had people like uh, Gene Krupa and uh, Jack Teagarden, Pee Wee Russell, Glenn Miller, and Coleman Hawkins on different recording sessions. We're going to pick up uh, with a session that he did in June 30th of 1931, and this was done in New York in this case. It was uh, the Mount City Blue Blowers, directed by Red McKenzie on comb and vocals. Uh, in the band was Muggsy Spanier on cornet. He had been on those early McKenzie and Condon uh, uh, sides in Chicago. Jimmy Dorsey playing clarinet and alto sax. Coleman Hawkins on tenor sax. This was a, an early uh, integrated uh, jazz recording session with Coleman Hawkins, an African-American, as was the bass player, Al Morgan. Uh, we also have Jack Russon on piano, Eddie Condon on banjo, Jack Bland on guitar, both of whom had been with the Mount City Blue Blowers in their earlier incarnations, as was Josh Billings on drums. So that's what we're going to start with, the Darktown Strutters Ball, followed by I Can't Believe You're in Love with Me, a good feature for Coleman Hawkins, 
uh, as is the next one, Georgia on My Mind, which features some lovely Jimmy Dorsey clarinet playing. And then we're going to end up with I'll Be Glad When You're Dead, You Rascal, You, those four tunes from this session. Then we're going to jump over to the first tune of the next session we're going to feature, which was released under the name of the New Orleans Rhythm Kings. And I've uh, done several of uh, the earlier New Orleans Rhythm Kings uh, sides for Decca Records in September uh, of 1934. They are on a Muggsy Spanier radio show, or not a Muggsy Spanier, excuse me, a Wingy Manone radio show that I did a while back, and uh, you can find that on this podcast station as well. This session features Muggsy Spanier and cornet George Brunies, who was a charter member of the New Orleans Rhythm Kings on trombone, Eddie Miller, who was at the time just beginning his career with the Bob Crosby Band, here playing clarinet, Terry Shand on piano, Benny Pottle, uh, sometimes called Bonnie Pottle on bass, Gene Krupa on drums, this is right at the beginning of his tenure with the Benny Goodman Band as well, and Red McKenzie on vocals. And we're going to hear Baby Brown, and then we'll hear the rest of that session in the next set coming up. So those are our tunes for our first set. We are going to hear the Mount City Blue Blowers doing Darktown Strutter's Ball, I Can't Believe That You're In Love With Me, George On My Mind, and I'll Be Glad When You're Dead, You Rascal You, and the New Orleans Rhythm Kings of 1935 doing Baby Brown, all featuring Red McKenzie on vocals and Hot Comb.
Spencer, no matter what you've seen, you never frown on Baby Brown, the neat, sweet Georgia queen. She's sure some jolly prancer, and just past 17. There's none in town like Baby Brown, the neat, sweet Georgia queen. She's cute and pert and got that certain thing. You know the rest. Can't help but makes the curtain ring down on the best. And she's always bound to win you. I'm saying what I mean. Now my money's down on Baby Brown, the neat, sweet Georgia queen. So we started with the Darktown Strutters Ball, followed by I Can't Believe That You're In Love With Me, Georgia On My Mind, and I'll Be Glad When You're Dead, You Rascal You. Four tunes from June 30th of 1931. That was Red McKenzie and the Mound City Blue Blowers. Red McKenzie doing the comb and most of the vocals in there. Muggsy Spanier playing a very hot cornet, especially on Darktown Shredder's Ball. And then uh, the ability to stretch out a little bit on these. Mackenzie was very friendly to his jazz players. He was really a jazz player, even though his uh, comb didn't uh, quite make it as an instrument for some people. And his singing was very jazzy, and he really uh, enjoyed the company of fine jazz players. And we heard two full choruses by Jimmy Dorsey on clarinet, showing a little bit of Jimmy Noon influence. It'd be interesting to see when Jimmy Dorsey was first exposed to Jimmy Noon, who really didn't record extensively until the very late 1920s. Coleman Hawkins played two full choruses on tenor sax, similar to the approach that he had uh, about a year, two years earlier, actually, uh, with the Mound City Blue Blowers group uh, recording Hello Lola and One Hour with Glenn Miller and Pee Wee Russell, among others. We're going to be playing that uh, on another podcast coming up. Then we heard Jack Russon on piano in the rhythm section, very strong rhythm section, with Eddie Condon on banjo, Jack Bland on guitar, Al Morgan on string bass, who was with the Cab Calloway band at the time, and Josh Billings on drums, or something percussive at any rate. So, uh, from there we went to 1935 and Decca Records, the, which was just then getting off the ground, the New Orleans Rhythm Kings, with Muggsy Spanier and George Brunies on trombone, Eddie Miller playing clarinet instead of his more familiar tenor sax. He was from New Orleans and he started out as a clarinet player, and he was really a very fine clarinet player who didn't get a lot of opportunity to play that instrument in the Bob Crosby band because of the presence of other fine clarinet players, although he did do a few things. He played the... Uh, 
solo on South Rampart Street Parade on clarinet, if you remember that. Terry Shand on piano, Bunny Pottle on bass, and Gene Krupa on drums with Red McKenzie on vocal, and we heard Baby Brown. So McKenzie continued in the 1930s leading small groups on 52nd Street, doing recording dates, tours, and things like that. He wasn't a really full-time professional musician. I think he was, in fact, a beer distributor for part of that period, and he'd come and go. Uh, But he had connections in the recording industry and, of course, with musicians as well. He uh, lived to 1948. He made some recordings almost in the Bing Crosby mold of pop songs with uh, string accompaniment and very subdued, non-jazzy accompaniment. And then in the 40s, he uh, recorded several times with his old friend Eddie Condon and the Dixieland Boys from that period. In fact, he can be heard on some of those town hall broadcasts and on some world transcriptions as well. So we're going to go on now and finish off that uh, February 1935 session with the Royal Rhythm Kings. We're going to hear three more tunes. No Love, uh, Lovers Allowed, Oh Susanna Dust Off That Old Piana, and Since We Fell Out of Love. And these were probably designed as kind of a uh, competition to the Fats Waller series on Bluebird, even some of the same tunes, Baby Brown, No Susanna for that uh, example. Then we're going to play two tunes uh, from roughly the same period, May 9th of 1935, a couple of months later. These are some recordings that uh, Mackenzie made again under the name of the Mound City Blue Blowers. They were done for a vocalion and feature a slightly different group. We have Eddie Miller still on clarinet. Uh, Several of these players were actually from the Bob Crosby band uh, that was just about getting started. They were holdovers from the Ben Pollock band that had broken up uh, a few months earlier. We have Ray Baduke on drums, Harry Goodman on bass, Nappy Lamar on guitar, and Gil Bowers on piano along with Eddie Miller. We also have Al Filburn on trombone and the great Bunny Berrigan on trumpet, along with, of course, Red McKenzie on vocal and comb. And the tunes we're going to hear are What's the Reason I'm Not Pleasing You and She's a Latin from Manhattan. We'll hear the other two tunes from that set a little bit later. So those are our tunes for this set, the uh, Mound City Blue Blowers. We're going to hear, uh, actually, the uh, New Orleans Rhythm Kings doing No Lovers Allowed, Oh Susanna, Dust Off That Old Piana, and Since We Fell Out of Love, and then the Mound City Blue Blowers with What's the Reason I'm Not Pleasing You, and She's a Latin from Manhattan.
to walk the lanes we took when life was a lark. Cause all around I see the sweethearts kiss in the dark. Till you return, I wish they'd put a sign in every park. No lovers allowed. I used to love the movies now, I just hate to go. Cause every movie Juliet has her Romeo. Till you return, I wish they'd pass a rule in every show. No lovers allowed. Lovers have dates, birds have their mates, even the bears wander in pairs. Monks in the zoo travel in twos, but I'm just singing the blues. It isn't quite so bad when it's the bright afternoon, but when the night descends and lovers start into brood, it makes me want to paint a sign and hang it on the moon. No lovers allowed. Get that gang around that used to hang around. And when the neighbors hear me singing tenor, they'll forget about canner and tenor. Ah, oh, Susanna, I'll let you sing soprano. Dust off that old piano tonight. That's the scale that everybody ought to know how to play door to door. That's the kind of melody gets a lot of sympathy. Accordion C is beautiful. I heard somebody say it. Accordion G is wonderful. According to the way you play it.
you don't say kiss me again Tell me what the reason I'm not pleasing you If you must keep me in doubt How will I know what to do You can't change me about I'll be what you want me to Though I try and I try Still I'm never satisfied Tell me what's the reason I'm not pleasing you Manhattan, you can tell by her manana, she's a Latin from Manhattan, and not Havana, oh she does the rumble for us, and she calls herself Dolores, she was in a Broadway chorus, known as Susie Donahue, she can take a tambourine and whack it, but with her it's just a racket, she's a hooper from 10th Avenue. She's a Latin from Manhattan. She's a 42nd Streeter. She's a Latin from Manhattan. Senorita Donahue.
were some fun sides by two very similar groups, slightly different, but playing essentially the same repertoire. We started out with the uh, New Orleans Rhythm Kings featuring Red McKenzie on vocal and the three tunes from that. Uh, no Lovers Allowed, Oh Susanna Dust Off, That Old Piano, and um, Since We Fell Out of Love. So, No Lovers Allowed was... Uh, by Shad Delange and Jones. Actually, I think it might have been Shand, Terry Shand, the piano player. Irving Caesar wrote uh, O Susanna along with Seymour Marks. And uh, Shad Delange and Bernard this time, probably uh, Terry Shand, wrote Since We Fell Out of Love. All of those featured Muggsy Spanier doing some great plunger muted solos. A little bit of George Brunus on trombone. Some outstanding Eddie Miller on clarinet along with Terry Shand on piano. Benny Pottle on bass and Gene Krupa on drums. All with vocals by Red McKenzie. Then we finished up with What's the Reason I'm Not Pleasing You? And she's a Latin from Manhattan. Uh, the What's the Reason I'm Not Pleasing You was a Pinky Tomlin song that had been recorded by Fats Waller and a couple of others as well. She's a Latin from Manhattan was a hit for Al Jolson, among others. That was a, a, a Harry Warren and Al Dubin tune. Both of those recorded for Vocalion on May uh, 9th of 1935. The other ones were for Decca, I should say. And uh, those featured Bunny Berrigan doing some fine trumpet work, Al Filburn on trombone, Eddie Miller on clarinet, and some tenor sax in this case, and the Ben Pollock rhythm section, shortly to become most of the Bob Crosby rhythm section, Gil Bowers on piano, Nappy Lamar on guitar, Harry Goodman on bass, and Ray Baduk on drums. So we're going to do one more set of um, uh, Red McKenzie and uh, Associated Groups tunes here now. We're going to do the balance of the session we just finished up with, uh, a tune called You've Been Taking Lessons in Love with Somebody New, and then the jazz standard Indiana, which already was about 16 or 17, actually 18 years old at that point in 1935, and some very good jazz playing in there. Then we're going to hear one tune from the next uh, Mound City Blue Blowers session, which was from uh, November 8th of 1935, Red Sails in the Sunset. Mackenzie did two or three sessions coming up, actually several sessions, uh, where he did not sing. I don't quite understand the logic behind that. He just played comb and had a very fine jazz group, and Nappy Lamar was given the vocals on most of these. He was a, an interesting player. He was not a great guitarist, and he was probably even less of a vocalist, but he was a very engaging singer and sang in what was considered to be a very jazzy style at the time. So we'll hear him on Red Sails and the Sunset with Red McKenzie on comb, Yank Lawson uh, from the um, Bob Crosby Band on trumpet, along with Eddie Miller, Nappy Lamar, Bob Haggart, and Ray Baduk. And um, all of those were, of course, uh, from the um, Bob Crosby Band. And I think, it doesn't list a piano player, but I think it might have been Gil Bowers as well there. And Red McKenzie, as I said, on comb. Then from a few uh, weeks later, December 12th of 1935, these are for Champion, by the way, Pete Peterson plays bass in place of Bob Haggard, and we're going to hear two tunes that are strictly instrumental, and they're going to lead us to another program later on that's going to feature the playing of Eddie Miller, mostly outside of the Bob Crosby band. He was such a fine clarinet and tenor player and did so many sessions in the 30s, we're going to focus on a, a bunch of those coming up, and this is a good introduction to that. We're going to hear two New Orleans jazz standards to finish off this program, High Society and Muskrat Ramble, both driving performances with uh, uh, Yank Lawson really showing how he could lead an ensemble. So those are our tunes. You've been taking lessons in love with somebody new in Indiana from uh, May 9th of 1935, then Red Sails in the Sunset, November 8th of 1935, and then High Society and Muskrat Ramble, December 12th of 1935, all by the Mound City Blue Blowers featuring Red McKenzie. <laughs> 
listen Who's been teaching you You've been taking lessons in love From somebody new Who's your professor In astronomy Underneath the stars above Is he better than me I thought I knew a few tricks You were too young to know Lately you've learned some new tricks That make me feel real mid-Victorian It's not hard to figure One and one make two You've been taking lessons in love From somebody new
miles in the sunset, mm, way out on the sea. Oh, carry my loved one home safely to me. He sailed at the dawning, all day high been blue. Red sails in the sunset, I'm trusting in you. Swift wings you must borrow, make straight for the shore. We married tomorrow, mm, and he goes sailing no more. Red sails in the sunset, way out on the sea. Oh, carry my love one. Home safely to me.
Well, there weren't many records being made like that in 1935. Uh, those of you who have listened to the show in the past know that I kind of derive my inspiration from the radio show The Jazz Decades that was very popular in Boston uh, for about 40 years and was transmitted nationally and became quite popular. The host of that was Ray Smith, who was a great friend of mine, a mentor. And uh, as it happened, I don't know why I remember this, but I do. The first time I ever stumbled on his show, which was a Friday night, very briefly he was on Friday nights, most of the time it was Sunday. This would have been in the mid-1980s, and I was working some terrible job that had nothing to do, so I turned on the radio and I heard uh, those two songs, High Society and Muskrat Ramble, coming through the, uh, the, the tubes there, and I was completely sold on it. I knew jazz a little bit, but uh, that made me a devoted listener to Ray Smith, and I learned quite a lot from that. So those were the Mound City Blue Blowers from December of 1935, and as I said, those sessions, three or four sessions, feature Red McKenzie on comb, and not singing. In fact, the only time you heard his voice was in Muskrat Ramble when he uh, encouraged Eddie Miller to, to play more. Um, Eddie Miller played a clarinet solo and a tenor solo on Muskrat Ramble and did the classic clarinet solo on High Society. And before that, we heard the session of November 8th, one tune from that, Red Sails in the Sunset, featuring a vocal by Nappy Lamar. And indeed, there was no piano on that recording. It was a just a very light rhythm section of Nappy Lamar on guitar, Bob Haggard on bass on Red Sails, and Pete Peterson on the other two, and Ray Paduke on drums, along with Yank Lawson, really driving the ensemble with that trumpet playing, and Eddie Miller on clarinet and tenor sax. And we started out with uh, two tunes, the balance of the earlier uh, May 9th, 1935 session, featuring Bunny Berrigan, Al Filburn on trombone, along with Eddie Miller, Gil Bowers, Nappy Lamar, Harry Goodman on bass, and uh, Ray Baduke again on drums, when we heard, You've Been Taking Lessons in Love from Somebody New and Indiana. All of these, all of those anyway, featured Red McKenzie on vocals. And so, hope you enjoyed this program. I've had a lot of fun with this, uh, doing these sessions that don't get a lot of press anymore. You don't hear, hear about these too much. They weren't earth-shattering sessions, but they featured very good musicians, black and white musicians, playing uh, for themselves and enjoying the playing part of it, and all led and aided and abetted by Red McKenzie, who, as I said, was not an instrumentalist, but he did play comb, and he was a better-than-average singer. So, good hot jazz from the early to middle 1930s. So, thank you for listening to The Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark. If you'd like to support us, encourage us, and aid and abet us, as did Red McKenzie in the past, then please hit that little sponsorship button wherever you are. It might be on Spotify or Apple or one of the other finer podcast stations. Our home is on anchor.fm, and we hope to be bringing you these shows for a very long time. So, thank you, and I'll see you on the other side.